Hey everybody, welcome to this week's podcast. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Let me start by saying if it was easy, everybody would be doing their own landscape makeovers. Am I right? So this particular week, we discuss five big reasons why people do not, they don't start a landscape makeover. And then I'm gonna offer some solutions to get past them. Maybe you will see one that has related to you and maybe you will not but I will have some suggestions on how to conquer these hindrances, these self-imposed hindrances, and put you in a position for success and to be able to achieve that landscape that you want. So let's get going, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me Coach. This podcast is all about DIY landscape education, concepts and ideas, so you can tackle projects yourself, be more self-reliant, and save a boatload of money in the process. After a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I want to share with you, that modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. So let's look at the top five reasons and then we'll break them down one by one and offer some solutions. Those top five reasons are, number one, money and the lack of a budget. Number two, time and the patience it takes to apply to a project. Number three, a skill set or lack thereof. Number four is the physical abilities, physical ability to actually do the job. And number five is equipment. That's it. If it was not for some of these problems folks face, you know, that I just listed, I would have never had a designing and contracting career and a successful business. But as I move from the actual work to the online classroom, so to speak now, I hope some of this information and problem solving might be of some assistance to you guys if you are considering a dramatic makeover for your landscape. Let's take the biggest one first, shall we? Money, money, moolah, greenbacks, cashola. Funny how homeowners are so confused perplexed, and in some cases, actually upset on the actual material costs of tearing out and rebuilding a simple, small residential landscape. It could be one of the single most expensive endeavors a homeowner can do to their property. As much, if not more, than redoing the kitchen or putting on another bedroom. Even on a DIY scale, material costs are never cheaper than yesterday. Every day that a delay is instituted by a homeowner for, from, for one reason and from one season to the next, the more a project is going to cost. It will. You know, if you, if you did a landscape makeover project in the 70s, when I got into the green industry, the 1970s, you could go out and buy yourself a bunch of gallon can plants and some mulch and bark and irrigation, you could buy the whole thing for probably less than $1,000 and redo a front yard. Nowadays, that would be like $5,000 doing that. So every time you delay, the cost will go up. So what is the solution? What is a solution? You know, I'm not a financial planner by any means, but I have seen these solutions done by folks so that they can move on with either their own DIY project or hiring a pro. The first one I thought about was establish an accurate and realistic budget. And when I say that, you have to know exactly what you want to do and then go out and do the due diligence and find out realistically what is it going to cost to save the dollars. 
necessary to all of that keeping in mind increased costs over time so here we are in august 2021 and you have said coach i i just don't have the money right now but if i really got on it and i saved x number of dollars per month i'd be able to do it this time next year okay so what would you do and how much do you need let's say you need six grand so saving what how much would that be five five hundred dollars a month between now and this time next year would that give it to you it'd be close huh yeah almost and then maybe have a little bit of a little bit of help from uh, your existing savings or you can sell off some possessions on ebay and raise a couple of dollars there there's there's other ways to do it the ways that i used to see a lot of people finance landscape installations and designs and stuff was uh using their home using their home to finance it you know most people now not like back in 2008 when real estate market people were upside down with stuff but now you know people have equity and you can go in and acquire home equity lines of credit you can take out a second mortgage a small second mortgage in order to acquire the funds and then you got it all at once and maybe you add i don't know another hundred dollars a month to your your mortgage payment every month it's just an option the other thing is to scale your makeover down into time protracted little bites that can be financially attained easily and blended from chapter one of your makeover to your final chapter and you know exactly where to start and stop that so that you're within budget and yet you know where you're going in the next chapter so maybe demolition in august and then you're going to start doing some soil amending and flat work in september and you're going to move off into finishing in october you can do it that way all right let's move on to number two time time and patience how many times i've heard i don't have the time nor the inclination coach to take on something like this i i would do nothing more than screw it up well okay thank you and i gladly took their money and worked hard for them and gave them a good product but uh, at least they at least they knew their boundaries right better than saying ah, i'm gonna go re-landscape the the backyard this weekend period well done right it's going to take a lot more than saturday and sunday rome was not built in a day a diy landscape project will take time let's take a look at it how about time to design it there's a few hours or a day right there doing some semi-accurate measuring and putting it down on paper and putting what kind of plants that you want in and that kind of stuff requires going to the nursery and looking around and asking some questions going to the materials yard and find out what kind of things you want to put in going to the box stores or specialty store and finding out about lighting designing all that up yep that's going to take some time time to design it time to plan it time to acquire the materials depending on what kind of vehicle you have you know you might have to have stuff delivered after you've acquired it have it dumped in the driveway and have the plants brought to your house a big one is time to demo it demolition takes time it beats a body good too depending on what kind of situation you have time to construct it and finish it once you break ground you cannot stop don't stop because you've cut your finger don't stop because your back is sore unless you've seriously injured yourself you got to keep going you, you gotta you gotta get it done there's just no two ways about it 
Also time to schedule in pros, depending on where, you know, what kind of project you have, where are you gonna bring a professional in? You gonna bring them in to do the lighting or the irrigation or maybe the flat work, or you got someone who's gonna put a patio cover over your new patio. You know, they have schedules too. I've mentioned that in other videos. All this, all of this requires a lot of patience, certainly a lot of perseverance and fortitude. Some folks have it and others think it is just a far reaching stress out they cannot or do not want to take on. And yet they're so shocked. These are the same folks that are so shocked that guys and gals like me come in and go, well, Mrs. Jones, thank you for calling me. Let's go take a look at your project. Yes, I can do this and I can do this in about 60 or 90 days and it's gonna cost you $12,000. And they, they grab their heart because they're just about ready to fall to the ground right there. How can it be so much? You're trying to rip me off. No, actually, I'm actually we're not because here's the, here's the breakdown of the costs. So what are some of the solutions? Well, some of the solutions to the time and patience thing I have always stressed to people in education is practice by starting with a small improvement first. A small one, something that's been nagging you. You need something uh, to brace the garage door so you're gonna get a couple of containers and plant something there at either side of the garage door or the front door. Or maybe something you want to do out back. You wanna put together a couple of small vegetable boxes and build that out one weekend and fill them up and get them planted. Something small. Something small that requires a little bit of your time, a little bit of your patience, a little bit of perseverance and planning. You know, if you plan for the success of a project, chances are, chances are you're going to do it. It's the people that willy-nilly themselves on a Saturday, the weekend warriors, that don't really plan anything. They just know that they want to do something, but they're not sure, but they have to because someone's bitching at them to get it done or do something, whatever. Yeah, those are the ones that uh, end up with hurt feelings and a depleted checking account and they're just not happy with the way things turned out. So plan it first. And one of my favorite saying is educate before initiate. You know, if you educate yourself on what you need to do, sharpen the skills on the skills you need to have, and then once acquired, initiate it. Don't sit around, don't vacillate. Nope, the next two weekends, I'm dedicating myself to this and I'm gonna start it and I'm gonna finish it because it needs to get done. You know, conquer and succeed. Once you do one of these things, especially if you've never done them, you're gonna feel that, that surge of confidence and that surge of pride that comes from starting and completing a project all on your own, under your own steam, under your own checkbook, and having it done and it turned out nice. Then you move on to another chapter, a bigger chapter. Okay, moving on. One of the other reasons people don't start is they don't feel that they have the skill set to do it. Well, my God, you know, I'm a retired landscape designer and contractor. I started somewhere, right? And I've told you many stories about where I started and how I learned and how much time I've put in, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm sure there's lots of people out there that have different vocations and they just didn't leap into it one day and was an expert at it within the first week. You went to school for it, you got educated, you put in some practical application, and you acquired a skill set. Landscape makeovers is just uh, an aptitude test, and all you gotta do is acquire the aptitude, develop the skill set, and like I listed above, start out small and grow. Just, that's all there is to it. Practice, practice by performing maintenance first. Instead of having Joe 
man come in and doing your mowing and blowing and climbing and hedging, fire them. Do it yourself. Learn what it takes, how much time it takes, how much effort it takes. Involve the family. Everybody takes care of the home, not just you. Everybody does it. And acquire that maintenance skill set first. What does it take to go out and deadhead all those flowers out there? What does it take to spray and prune the fruit trees so they bear and do what you want them to do every summer? Educate yourself and create that environment of empowerment within you. Education is the best way, especially. Once you educate and you empower yourself, then the practical application will be so much more, so much more successful. The other way is immersion. Immersion. I, I can remember uh, some friends of mine, they wanted to learn how to speak Spanish and they needed to learn how to speak Spanish. And so there was a program through my work at the time that actually sent them to Mexico for six weeks. And they had a uh, family that would put them up and they were immersed into the Mexican culture down there. Good families, safe families, and they learned how to speak Spanish pretty much fluently in six to eight weeks. And so immersion in the landscape world would consider like, go hang out at the local nursery and read and learn and talk to. Look at YouTube, turn to Yard Coach channel. There's lots of other channels out there too. You know, you can look at uh, Garden Answers. Laura does a good job on there as far as planting and showing. Uh, Joe Perigioni, he's a great New Jersey gardener, backyard permaculture specialist. He can show you how to do lots of things and there's dozens of others. I'm just glad here you're listening to me. Then acquisition, acquisition of tools needed to start the project correctly. Buy, rent and borrow. Become proficient in what they are. Also proper attire. Do not go out there and start these projects in your flip-flops and your tank top. You know, get the right gear on so that you're sun protected, you're ground protected, you're bush and tree protected. Do it right. Do it right. Brain surgeons don't walk into a surgical scrub room in jeans and a t-shirt, right? They have the proper attire on. All right, let's move on. One of the other things that I have found that people do not start a landscape project makeover is because of physical abilities or perceived physical abilities. Now I'll jump right in on this one and tell you, you know, legitimate physical handicaps notwithstanding. If it is just being out of shape, well everybody out there knows the answer to this dilemma, right? There is gym shape and there is runner shape and, and then there is landscaping shape. It is different and a, and a little preparation for a few weeks prior will help a lot on launch day. Whether you're starting that little project or you're taking on the big one. Work smarter not harder. Always enlist help and use the right equipment for the job at hand. Don't go taking out a sod lawn, a thousand square feet of sod lawn with just a simple pick. That's just a great way to injure your back. It's a great way to knock your confidence down to see how long it's gonna take. Nope, go to the rental store, rent yourself a sod cutter, be shown how to use it, and come back and take that sod lawn out in less than an hour. Much, much smarter way of using your time and dollars. A shovel is not going to get it done. Let's look at a couple of comparisons here, shall we? The cost of a skid steer, well, let's just say a mini skid steer, versus a sledgehammer and wheelbarrow to take out a patio. Probably four hours or less versus four days. How about putting in a new sprinkler system? A pick versus a trencher. Four hours versus two weeks or more. We just talked about the sod cutter. How about this one? How about getting a 10-yard dumpster placed in your driveway or out in front in the street versus loading up your Toyota pickup over and over and over and over 
and going to the dump repeatedly over the course of multiple weekends to demo the backyard. Overcoming these hurdles will allow you to break through those barriers that others claim to stall them, stall them out, keep them in neutral for months, years, or in some cases forever. They just don't do a damn thing. So what I want to impart with you guys is don't play the victim. Don't play the victim. If you really want to be a DIY success in your landscape makeover, then do it. You have the skill set that can be acquired. You can find the tools. You can make time if it's important to you and your family to have a more functional yard and certainly to the equity of your home. You just can't be the victim. Think it through and develop a plan so you can have that landscape makeover success. Maybe it'll be this fall, but you better get on it because fall is right around the freaking corner. Maybe it'll be next spring or maybe early next summer. And you have all this time now to gradually put something together so that it will work for you. You'll have the dollars, you'll have the time, you'll have the patience, you'll have the perseverance, you'll have the fortitude, you'll have the skill set, you'll have the physical abilities, and at the time you will have the equipment ready to go. Because hey, you had a coach, someone that helped you out, put you on the right track, right? But if you play the victim and only admire others' yards or peruse Pinterest and ooh and ah over Google Images forever, nothing's ever going to get done. Use those things as a planning and designing tool and then initiate. Initiate. Execute it. Get it done. And then you will sit back and go, wow, I, I really did. I really did do this. And you're a success. And your family will be proud of you. Or the family will be proud of themselves because it was kind of a team effort. Your family and friends will ooh and ah over your yard now. And then you can throw that fall barbecue or that Memorial Weekend barbecue next year and say, yep, it was right here. I did it. Yep. Uh huh. That $12,000 coach wanted to take from me. I got it done for five. There you go. That's what, it's, that's what this episode is all about. Overcome those five big obstacles and you'll be on your way to a DIY landscape makeover success. Well, guys, that's all I got for this week. I sure appreciate you sticking with me to the end. Hey, do me a favor. You want to take care of an old retired landscaper? Check out the website. Man, we did a drastic reduction on the DIY course, which would seriously put anybody into the skill set mode they need to be. And we always have the book for 20 bucks. Great weekend read. Check it out. And we always have the free DIY checklist. So I'll catch you guys next Friday as always. Thanks. Coach says goodbye for now and take care. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.